mom, put down that coffee and grab a wine. Get ready for another episode of Nursing and Cursing, a parenting podcast that covers more shit than your baby's full diaper. I'm Kate. I'm a stay-at-home mom of three in Brooklyn, New York. I'm trying to figure out whether I should go back to work, have another baby, or spend the rest of my life waiting for my fresh direct order. Hey, I'm Christine, a video editor and a mom of two living in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Allie here, podcasting up in the mountains in South Kona, Hawaii. I work as a real estate agent and a mom of two boys. Hey, I'm Molly. I'm a teacher raising two kids in St. Augustine, Florida. And I'm Sarah, a new mom to one sweet babe living in Brooklyn, New York. Between five busy households, it's a miracle we make it on the mic at all. But trust me, we need this as much as you do. Hey guys, welcome to Nursing and Cursing. Hey Sarah and Critty. Hey guys, Mom, what's up? Critty, what's up ladies? Hey, so listen guys, it's just the three of us tonight. Kate and Allie are tied up. Um, and we are answering some questions from our listeners that you guys asked us on Instagram. Thanks so much for taking part in that. Um, there's also sorts of stuff here, which is really fun. Stuff about our past, stuff about our parenting, you know. As we say all the time, like the whole reason we're doing this podcast is because we don't know what the fuck we're doing. So we're certainly not experts, but uh, we can share, you know, our ideas about things. So let's see. I'm just scrolling through you guys. Um, Let's start with, let's see. This person says, love the podcast, ladies. I'm interested to know more about how y'all know each other and about your pre-baby lives ah the good old days you can say that again girl <laughs> oh my god so oh my yeah we we've mentioned this stuff like a little bit but we go way back right we go yeah. so, so far, back. far back sarah and i have known each other since the fourth grade that's amazing yep we, we were, were first in the... interested in each other because we both were dressed pretty cool right so cool. I think Sarah had her hair crimped and I thought it was so oh, yeah. rad. And then I had on these like super butterfly sleeves, I think, Sarah. Is that right? Something. You just liked, you just liked my outfit because it was yeah. cool. Because <laughs> it was like from the limited two. <laughs> yeah. I only shopped at limited two those days. Yeah. Right. So you guys went way back. Now, uh, when you guys were in fifth grade, Allie and I, so Allie and I are sisters. You guys get that, I'm sure, by now. Um, we moved from New England down to Florida, and my mom needed some sunshine, I guess. And we ended up on Christine Street. Yeah. So there we go with that. And we were like bike riding buddies, and um, I was a couple grades ahead of all the rest of you. Yes. But we were neighborhood crew. Neighborhood crew, and then Allie was in Sarah's class in the fifth grade, and then from there on. And then, yes, we did talk about this, and then Kate moved to St. Augustine in high school, and then that's when she rolled up into the group, and we've been together ever since. Sarah and I went to college together and lived together. That's right. We've all kind of been connected. Mm -hmm. Um, I I went off to New York City for college, and Allie was in Boston, and then Kate was also in New York City. We've all lived in New York City at one point. Yes, that's true. Even Allie. Yep. And then um, Allie and I lived in Hawaii together for a hot second. That's right. Hot, hot second. And then I left Hawaii to move to L.A. with Molly. 
We live together. So we kind of travel together. It's crazy. And we live together. And then we lived down the street from each other and found our men and our future husbands. Actually, here's a fun fact. Critty introduced me to my husband, Tim. That's right. Said you have to you have to meet this guy. Like just make out with him for just like one yeah. one session. I was like, just make out with him, girl. He's gonna tickle your back and he's gonna make you feel so loved. It's so good. Christy, how did you know that he would do that though? Um Yeah, how did you know? I just always got the sense that Tim would be very attentive and I don't know, because really we knew a different version of Tim, Molly. I never knew Tim with a girlfriend. Maybe because we knew that Peter was so, like, skilled in that area. Perhaps. I just just had a vibe. I just had a vibe. And I think I had also had been talking to Tim, like, oh, my friend, you know, she hasn't, she had a breakup and she hasn't really moved on since then. And she could just use a good, solid make out with a guy who's just tender. (laughs) And Tim was like, Tim was touring the band at the time. He's like, sign me up. Because I was like, she's so cool. You guys really hit it off. And anyway. Yeah, Tim was a drummer and I was an actor in New York. My God. So um, anyway, all of our lives are intertwined. And then. And we've all been friends since. That's really how it goes. And this whole thing was born out of just like a text string, to be honest. Right? You guys like mm-hmm. just group text. a mom I group text. I feel like text. it's around when I had Levi and just things were kind of crazy and we were texting so much. It was when I was having the nursing stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And we all just, it just happened. And that's it. Right. Boom. Very yep, cool. And I was just the single friend. Offering my medical advice whenever I could. Right, yep. You were getting your PhD and then you got your PhD <laughs> and now you have a baby and it's like, it's kind of, I love your new position on here, Sarah, because it's, you're more relaxed and you're kind of more like, nah, fuck it. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I definitely so. thought I knew what I was talking about and I now I realize that I did and I didn't. I mostly well, didn't. But you did. You just don't know until you know. But when it comes to like the hard, the solid stuff, like the medical stuff, we're always, everybody's always got a text going with Sarah. Like, always. Is this normal? Mm -hmm. She's the best person to have. For sure. Okay, let's see. Um, Do you guys see any other questions on here? Okay, I see a question um, from MCG underscore Maggie. Hey, girl. You right. How do you get your kids to eat? I am resorting to maple syrup on vegetables because if it's not fruit or goldfish crackers, my 15-month-old won't touch it. Months of dinner showdowns. Mm-hmm. Oh, girl, we feel you on this one. Dinner showdowns are... That's my kid's age. Okay. 15 months. Yes. Yeah. God, she's already 15 months, Molly? Yes, I know. I'm Can't. like, wait, no, you don't. You have a six months old. Um, <laughs> okay, wow. Our lives are flashing before our eyes. Okay, I have to say, MCG Maggie, for me, <laughs> I remember always hearing and learning and reading that kids will never starve themselves. And that I always repeat that to myself. So for me, I always, I put dinner in front of the table. And if my son doesn't eat it, I say, okay. That's dinner tonight. Sorry. If you don't want it, that's fine. You may be excused. And then I'll leave the plate on the table. 
sometimes he won't eat it. He'll go the next day and I'll just say, cool, you can have a big breakfast. I don't know. I just keep introducing, 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 and eventually they will eat it if they're really hungry. They're not going to let themselves starve. And it's so hard because as a parent, you are like, oh my God, you need to eat some dinner. But at the end of the day, they're not going to let themselves go hungry. That's true. And when I, but when I do think of it in a 15 month old term, like when I've got Marigold, she down but it's funny because last night she would not eat the dinner and she's looking at me like this is disgusting and like <laughs> trying it again and gagging on it mm-hmm. and I finally just picked up her plate and threw it in the sink and um, had some plain pasta in the fridge and just smeared butter on it <laughs> and gave yeah. her a handful of buttered pasta for dinner because I couldn't just be like okay well that was your dinner I, know. I needed to have something in her belly Yep. In order to put her to bed in my what bars. What happens if you if they do go to bed without having had dinner? Like, does do they not sleep well? No, oh, no, never try. Um, <laughs> I've tried it. I've, I've knock on wood have not had a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but the next day, it's like a fourteen thousand calorie breakfast. <laughs> like, right. okay, mom, I want more. Okay, mom, I'm still hungry. Okay, now I want. Some- a big a big ass breakfast um, which is just more maple syrup so it sounds is, like you're doing a great deed by just dipping <laughs> maple syrup well, i think that's kind of genius also it is. no it is it's a natural sweetener right and then i don't know fruit's good right goldfish crackers it could be way worse at least you're not talking big Macs, right and if you know. are hey no judgment and tater tots that. yeah totally um but dinner showdowns are the worst god i can't stand those and I just find what it's like a power and control thing to just try to I try to ignore it on my end, even though it's so hard. Sometimes I so have fun. to just sometimes I just walk out. My husband will be like, leave the room because I get so worked up fighting with the showdown. Right. You got to say, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Yeah. Anyway, good question. MCG. Hashtag Maggie. is it worth it? It's mm-hmm. never worth it. But mm. God. Or how about, do you guys ever bribe, like, if you eat two broccolis, I'll let you have some goldfish after? Um, kind of. We have a thing where he'll look at me and say, how many more? Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, eight, even though I, it's like, you know, negotiating your salary. (laughs) I say eight, knowing that I only want about three. Oh, yeah. I just want one. that whole shit. Totally. You know, I, when I was a little kid, I was a really picky eater, like, yeah, you were, girl. Oh, my. I, it was really bad. Like, my favorite snack was bread. With ketchup. A slice, a slice of American cheese and ketchup. I'll never like, forget not, it, Sarah. And it wasn't melted. It was just cold. Straight out of the plastic wrapper. Straight out of the plastic wrap <laughs> cheese. And, and I also love to just eat those singles. And look at you now. Right. You're like the smartest one. Yeah. Group. And I. No, I'm not the smartest. I I wasn't saying yeah to that. I'm just saying like I I eat lots of healthy food now, but back then, my mom had to like do those tricks with me, like eat three big Girl Scout bites, and yeah. I would do it, and I would gag all the way through it, and mm-hmm. it just took me going to college, ha- trying things out on my own. Totally. And I'll be like, do a Ninja Turtle bite. Show me. Do a Power Ranger bite. You know, right? Okay, it's exhausting. Shadow Cat Forty Two says, mm. "My two and a half year old has started hitting his teachers at school, who he loves. Mm. Uh, school, which is basically daycare, cannot pinpoint what's triggering the behavior. He's not really mad, 
and it's mostly when they're transitioning to another, to another, another. And if you dealt with aggressive behavior, he's a really sweet kid other than this. Love the podcast. Well, thanks, Shadowcat42. Um, yeah, I've dealt with it. Uh, back in the day, around age two, he started hitting in daycare. I didn't know it because my daycare was the type to be like they deal with things on premises and they move on. Um, they don't feel like they need to tell the parents later so that the parents can like rehash it at home. However, I noticed it on the weekends when we were going to the park and he was climbing, getting to the top of the slide and there'd be another kid here and he, there and he would just whack him across the head. I was well. horrified because my kid also was very sweet. It seemed like, oh, and then he started doing it to your kid, Critty. He did. He was totally beating up on Levi. He <laughs> was. LA. It was sad. So there was a whole thing. So I, um, and you know, I'm a teacher, but I teach older kids. So I, I uh, emailed his um, daycare teacher, who was amazing, really smart lady, and she said, "Okay, yes, he's doing it here." I wasn't going to tell you because there's no point because we really are dealing with it every time he does it. He will grow out of it. This is a phase. I guarantee you he's going to grow out of it. Be firm and consistent and don't fly off the handle. Just give him the same reaction every time he does it. Grab his arm in a gentle way. We do not hit. We do not hit whatever the hell. I sound so ridiculous right now, but that it's what she told me. And I remember kind of freaking out about it. Um, and it passed. So yeah. that's all I'm going to tell you. It t- everything passes. We had hitting come up again when my daughter was born. Um, and he was hitting me and he did hit a couple of other family members as well. Um, but it passed. And again, consistency and the same message each time. And, um, you know, if you have to remove them from the situation, it sounds like two and a half, they would understand that saying, okay, we got to go something like that, whatever you choose. Right. Just like I'm there's no a expert. consequence. Like you, you did this. Now yeah. there's a consequence. We have to go. Zero expertise here, except for, um, he grew out of it. So yeah, I, I, I've heard that so many times and for some kids it's biting Ooh, yeah. and it, you know, it's just like, it comes and then it goes and but my question is like is it a punishment or is it just I'm acknowledging it we're talking about the fact that it's not cool and then moving on or do they have to go to timeout? I don't know I think it's the age it depends on the age like if Augie's four and a half now if he clocked somebody big time privileges removed okay um but when he was in the twos no point in that in my they opinion would, he, he wouldn't get it he understood that if he hit, it was a firm, he understood, like, that is not okay. Mm-hmm. And then we move on. Mm-hmm. The younger, the the less intense, maybe? That's what we yeah. did. I don't know. They're just not going to be able to grasp that and, for that period of time. Like, if you right. sent them to timeout, he would be sitting there like, what the fuck did I do wrong? Yeah, when he was that young, he wouldn't have gotten it. But mm-hmm. I will say, too, I'm only jumping in here, and I took that question because my kid, too, like, it seemed out of the blue for him. Um, mm-hmm. There are also, I mean, in teaching, I know, there are kids who are aggressive kids, so not everybody grows out of it. But, like, as a mom, you kind of, like, have an instinct about that anyway. 
Right. You would know something that is just Thank part God of. for mom stinked. Yeah. Thank God. Good one. I haven't had a problem with that, luckily, so far. Mm. Me either. But that's, but... <laughs> but that's good advice. Well, I can't imagine my... how hard that would be. Yeah, your son Levi learned from my son Augie. I mean, Levi, like he had a moment of hitting me, but he never did it with other kids. And same thing, I would just take his hands and squeeze them really hard. You may not hurt my body, is what we say. You may not hurt my body over and over. I always think like I'd rather my kid be bitten than to be the biter. The biter. I always wonder that. Which one's worse? Because you feel so bad when your kid's the one getting picked on, too. It just depends on your personality, I think. It just all sucks. For some parents, when their kid's bitten they just feel so like violated right Right. well yeah it's really stressful to be the parent of the biter and i'm sure it doesn't mean anything it doesn't mean shit totally right but you can't help but feel responsible that's the fucked up part about momming it's like you just feel so responsible for everything just flip the script though and not everybody's this cool but if your kid right. gets bitten, do you want to blame the parents? No. God, no. I don't either. Some no. people do. I don't. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Okay, okay um, so um, next next question um, from Leslie MCK. How or do you support the moms in your life? What's your golden nugget of momming advice? I just... Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that question. I think it's so important. Um, as far as supporting new moms, my I think my biggest thing is just to insist on babysitting. Like, do what you can at, for any amount of time. Like, go over there for 30 minutes and be like, just get out of the house and take a walk around the block if it's like a super new mom. Or, you know, insist on mom going on, going out for a drink or for a date night. And the other thing is to just listen. Um, and if you're going over to visit, don't stay too long. Mm. To just <laughs> right. get in, get out. And Drop off I mean, head. unless the mom is like really seeming like she wants to talk to you, but. Usually, the, like you're, an, if you're a new mom, you only have a certain amount of energy. Right. And it's real. It's like real low. And so, also, just um, the reminder of like you are doing great. You are doing yeah. so great because I think all moms are always carrying so much guilt mm-hmm. at all times. Are saying I'm doing this wrong or I'm not doing this good enough, and it's just constant having constantly having to remind each other like, no, you're doing awesome. And pointing right. out all the wonderful things you're doing because so often you're just highlighting the bad. I love the part of the question, what's your golden nugget? Oh, wait, wait, wait. The golden what? nugget. Is, yes. And you're going to love this, Molly. Is I wanted to like just throw out the idea of the good enough mother. And we're going to talk about that in like a whole other episode. But just like... You can't be perfect. It doesn't have to look good. It's not, it, you're like, your whole momming experience does not have to be Instagrammable. And, like, that stuff doesn't matter. All you have to do is listen to nursing and cursing. <laughs> remember, remember that you have to laugh. And it 
does get better. It does get easier. But you're doing a great job. Yeah. And it's good enough. My golden nugget of mom advice that I use for myself, well, because I got it from other people, like I probably got it from Allie. Um, yeah, number one, dig deeper. That That is pretty much the theme in almost everything Allie and I say to each other because when it's hard, what are your fucking choices? What right. are your choices? Dig deeper and find the strength to do it. Whether it's you're going through teething or your kid's been sick for 15 days and you can't deal with it anymore or working is so hard with a baby and dick dig deeper because whenever she says that to me I'm like okay right I can go deeper and I can rise up the second one for me has been and this is also I think this actually came from maybe Allie's husband ride it don't fight it (laughs) I love I love that one in motherhood that I would try to control what Mm. is the point if you yeah. ride it, because nothing is going to last. Not the shitty parts, but also not these amazing parts that I'm, you know, like Marigold is just in this glorious stage and I'm just trying to enjoy every second. But when I try to squeeze the shit out of it and just be like, oh, it's going away, I'm ruining it, right? Yeah, yeah so just it's enjoy like the good the and the bad won't Savor last. It. Ride it, don't fight it. And you're, you're just going to cruise through easier, but the, I, I, those are mine because I have like, like such control problems and want to like control everything until it's a bloody pulp. So Allie's, Allie's and her husband have given me both of those. Those are great. I love those. Thanks, girl. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Thanks. In the dig deeper, though, I like I have a follow-up question about it. it like, do you... Do you actually, are you encouraged then to feel whatever it is you're feeling and then find some more strength or or is it encouraging? Usually I'm in the process of like breaking down. I can't do it. I can't fucking do it. Blah, blah, blah. I'm at the breakdown where I'm starting to use that kind of language. So I'm feeling it. Mm -hmm. And okay, Mm -hmm. what are you going to do? Dig deeper. It really solves like so many motherhood problems because you realize what your strength <laughs> really is. <laughs> and it's true. There is no other choice. But, but sometimes, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, I love this one. Um, Angela underscore bride says, is Christine's nickname pretty? Please descri- discuss. That's pretty. P <laughs> as in Paul, R-E-T-T-Y. Oh, God, no, so, girl. love it. That's so not um, my nickname. So Christine's nickname is Critty, C-H-R-I-D-D-Y. And that goes back to we were about 12 years old. We just like, I don't know, it was like a, we like made up a language where we would, we would start calling each other. We would shorten the words, tea, right? Like, but we would make T's, D's. Right. right. And, but we would make, you were Chrissy and we called you Critty. That's how it got there. Molly was Maudie. Oh, you're right. So it's like the consonant <laughs> in the middle of the word turns into a D. Allie was Addy. I don't remember that. And I yes. don't remember that at all. I love hearing details of my own life. Like, I'm but a anyway, pretty be stuck, and um, it's followed her around. And I know I personally refer to her as pretty a lot, and a lot of people look at me like, "Who?" Um, so God, our listeners must be so confused about that. I'm really glad you asked that. That's a great one. 
Or do you see any <laughs> questions there that you like? Um, I do. Okay, let's do one more. Okay. Ready, guys? <laughs> Sorry, I had lost it. Where did it go? Okay. European vacation with a 20-month-old coming up this summer. Advice? How to keep the romance alive when life is crazy. Tips on keeping my house slightly less disastrous? Mm. Yeah. Um, Ride it, don't fight it on your house. Ride it, don't fight it. Exactly. 20-month-old. What about keeping the romance alive when life is crazy? Mm. What do you do? um, Does that mean while on the trip or just in general? I think that's oh. just in general. He's asking probably a bunch of different questions there. Oh, okay. Romance um, alive. How do you keep the romance Personally alive? for me, and that's a struggle for me, I got to tell you guys, I have a problem with that because I'm just so tired. I'm the type to be like, let's just lay down and watch Netflix and fall asleep. Um, the only Not thing alone. that works for me is forcing no matter what that we go out once every every couple of weeks just the two of us and just That's really good it. whether it's just like one hour out getting a drink grabbing a quick dinner just getting out of the fucking house because there is something to be said of like putting on clothes taking off my sweatpants I've worn for four days in a row um putting on some makeup brushing my hair it just goes a long way in being one-on-one and getting yeah. out of the house when you're home with kids all day I don't know you just eh. You could just, it's just, ugh, it's just good to get out. So for me, that helps quite a bit. Dusting off the cobwebs of your own, off your own body. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's what that feels like. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my God, I'm a person. I can, I, you know, I'm attracted to myself. Like that's, for me, that's important. Yes. If you're not feeling good about yourself, you definitely don't want to get your freak on with your man. This is great advice, you guys, because <laughs> Molly's like, oh, I should go out more. Okay, cool. Seriously, I'm, Ooh, I should I'm trim my worst. pubes. Okay, awesome. I'm really the worst, and so it's in flow and flows. I know. I think you I'm have to take prior- You have to prioritize yourselves, your relationship right. with your man. It has to be a priority because it's so easy to fall by the wayside. And I think the more and more you put it off, the harder it is to kind of get it back a little bit. Yeah, that's it so, has to be it's so calculated. Yeah, and it, it, and like planned out. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't feel like I can be spontaneous anymore. Like I, well, you can't. You have it's, there's logistics now. You have to get a babysitter or have a friend come over. Yeah, that's just the whole yeah. thing. Okay, what about the European vacation? Oh, I'm so sorry. That's yeah, okay. the European vacation. I wish Kate were on tonight because she. She's done. Um, she does expert. that like every summer, and I know she's doing it this summer with her kids alone. Fuck, dig yeah. deeper. <laughs> dig dig deep. deeper. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. That's um, a tricky one. So yeah, traveling with kids in general, um, I'm doing it this summer too, but not that long and not that crazy. Oh. I don't know. I don't have anything for that. I don't either so, other than ride it, don't fight it really applies there. Like right. maybe like, don't don't be so stressed about maybe your schedule or things like that. You just have to go with the flow so much. Yeah. Ouch. Know. Oh, the jet lag. The jet lag. Oh, That's... Allie too has so much to say about jet oh. lag coming to Hawaii every summer. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Uh, all right. So moving on to um, nail, nail fails. Fail. Guys, I have a fail this week. I... um. 
it's like a double fail in one week. Oh, Two no. times this week. The first time I'm out with my kids and I get a call from my neighbor and immediately I see it's her and I'm like, oh no, what? And she says, Molly, are you okay? And I'm like, yes, what's going on? <laughs> okay, okay, you're okay. Your house, um, your door is wide open. I can see all the way from, from the front door through your entire house to the backyard. <laughs> And then, of course, uh-huh. I realize I, um, you know, I'm like buckling the baby in the seatbelt and I'm like, okay, I'm doing this order of operations and then I'm going to yeah. go back in and lock the door. Not only did I not even close the door, not even lock the door, but I didn't even close it and I left for three hours. Damn. So, <laughs> but the real kicker is that I did it five, five days later. <laughs> the same exact thing. Out for two and a half hours come back and my house looks like somebody's just robbed it. Door is wide open. Just right wow. there. Wow. It's on the table. Everything. What is the deal? Are um, you so tired or it, just mom? Just mom you brain? You know, I have kind of been bragging like, guys, I think my mom brain's over. I think I'm out of the fog. No. Apparently no, not over. Especially to do it twice in a week. That is. So. <laughs> oh my God. That's like some first three months type shit right there. I know. And the nail is that, you know, nothing in my house is touched. So I obviously picked a good neighborhood. Yeah, you Huge did. nail. Great. <laughs> True. <laughs> Huge nail. Love it. What do you have, Sarah? Well, uh, my nail is that I, today, I finally felt like I had a good day at work where I felt like clear in my head. I I had a meeting with my statistician and I was able to like create coherent sentences when talking to him, which as you guys know off our text string has been a struggle for me meeting one-on-one with him. Good Um, job, Sarah. Even today it went well. It's awesome. So awesome. Good work. Uh, And my fail, I mean, I don't know, it's not necessarily like my fail, but it is a fail going on in my mom life is that Frances, my baby, is, um, I think, kicking her first nap Ugh. of the day. Oh, no. To the curb. Such a f- fucking fail. I'm in it, too. I just, we just officially kicked it this week. It took weeks to fig- figure out what was going on. Because how and do you like, know when to blow it off? Just the, sh- the morning You'll just know. Really Can't short. explain it. Okay, I can't she just got, like she literally will put her down, and she's the kind of kid who like will maybe fuss for like thirty seconds and then fall asleep. She's very good at sleeping. Sorry to brag, I mean, but I she's just amazing. But she, like for the last couple of days, you put her in there. She just talks for like twenty minutes to herself, and then she, she starts crying and yeah. won't stop. See, that's yeah, my so kid mine for just everything. Your kid's like a whole different thing. Oh, like never know because every sleep, every time we sleep is like 30 minutes of convo and crying. But then Sarah, just beware because like Marigold would go two days like that and then she would be so overtired and need one. So it was really spotty and weird. But then it, and then so it takes this do? week it took. Do you bump the afternoon, the late, later nap to like noon or something? Yeah, that's what I did. I was at nine and one, and now she is like kind of dying by eleven forty-five. So I'm doing like an eleven fifteen lunch and in bed by twelve. 
Wow. And if there's any car time in the morning, she cannot handle it. Mm-hmm. She's falling asleep. She's called to sleep. Oh, that's the worst because if they do that, you're effed. Yeah. Okay, okay. what you got? Um, shit, guys. Okay, my nail. This is so lame, but it's all I can think of right now. I kind of came to the realization that when I drink, I'm kind of an anxious person anyway. Um, and when I drink coffee, it is just fucking amped. I am on edge. It's so bad. Um, don't tell me you gave up coffee. I'm going to die. The anxiety burns in my chest. I snap at everybody. It's so bad. I haven't had it in almost two weeks. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a real, this is big news. And it's so much better. I feel so Do much you better. Crave it? Um, you know what I crave? I crave the sugar I dumped in the coffee and like the soy milk I would dump in a coffee, but the actual Mm -hmm. coffee, no. And I mean, I'm still drinking, like I can have a cup of English breakfast and oddly that doesn't give me the anxiety, but coffee just fucks me up. I get that. I get that. I was laying in bed with um, my husband the other night as we're going to sleep and I was like, babe, I can't wait for tomorrow's coffee. (laughs) Molly, I I do that too. Oh my I God, love, you do? Okay, good. I love the smell. I love the ritual of it. Um, but yeah. I don't know. I feel a lot yeah, better. It's me. a lot yeah, better. Honestly, like the add-ins. Yeah. Like- but it's the add-ins I love. It's the fucking almond milk or whatever that has a lot of sugar and makes it tasty and sweet. Mm-hmm. Wow. In the cool. ritual, I love holding a hot cup of coffee. I love the smell of it sipping it i love the whole ritual of it more than that I love yeah and that. tea it just isn't the same it's not as fun it no, doesn't like not fun I, at all. It's there's so just something lame. about it that's like a yeah it's like a little bit lame it's so fucking lame but fuck i feel a lot better like i don't have anxiety burning through my heart and chest um obviously i'm still gonna have a cup of coffee here and there but i i'm not having it every day anymore i can't do it anymore good job that's incredible crispy thanks guys thank you and then my fail guys i can't think of one do you have one for me because i'm sure i have tons it's just not coming to me um that you're playing with your son too much guys i don't know how to cut that shit off wait so yeah so listeners she's complaining of um her son is like really high maintenance and wants her to play all the time and all the time cut you need to play with him less i know that sounds crazy but when he's saying things like, Mama, run in circles, pick up Matilda. Mommy, now dance in a circle. Mommy, now take Matilda over here. My question, are you doing it? No. Fuck no. Okay, just checking. Fuck no. I'm saying, Levi, I don't want to dance in a circle right now. Mommy, come stand in this corner. Levi, Mama doesn't want to stand in the corner. I'm sorry. Like, oh, I am, <laughs> Mama, Mama sit, wants to sit, sit, on the Matilda, sit Matilda under this table. And I'm like... Matilda doesn't want to send her to the table. Just just put her over here, Mommy, just for a couple minutes. And All I'm like, I can say to you, um, this won't last forever. What is I it? I would Control? not dig like, deeper what is this? and play with him. I would ride it, don't fight it. You guys, this was fun. I loved hanging with you. Um, you... Listeners, thank you so much for the questions. Listen, you guys, there were so many good good ones. I want to tell you, obviously, we couldn't get to all of them tonight, but you inspired many, many um, whole episode topics that we have 
quote-unquote on our list. So definitely watch out for those. They're, they're actually inspired by a lot of the posts that we saw today. Um, so many juicy ones. And so thank you, thank you. And if you like us, tell a friend and please take a minute. It really goes a long way to go on iTunes and leave us a review. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next time on Nursing and Cursing. Bye. Okay, that's it for now. We'll see you next week for another Nursing and Cursing, where sleep is more valuable than fast, hard cash. <laughs>